Welcome back to Devori Darkens Live. Uh, we are here in episode number 138. And in today's show, we're talking about the three things that you can do to manifest a better life. And these three things are going to be, I think for some people out there, a challenge. Because some of them you've never done before. Because ultimately, that's why you're doing everything that you're doing. You're wanting to live a better life. You're wanting to enjoy your life. You're wanting to grow in your life. So you just overall want what? A better life. And it's not a complicated thing to achieve. Doesn't matter the age, by the way. You can start living a better life today. If you execute on these three principles today, I'm telling you, you're going to be able to do it. And one of the reasons why you should want to do this is because you have a purpose. There's a reason why you get up in the morning. There's something you truly love to do. And the individuals who are enjoying their lives, these are people who live with a purpose. They know why they wake up in the morning. This is why I created the Purpose Finder Cheat Sheet. It's a one-page cheat sheet that you can download right now by going to the link in my bio, and it will help you discover your purpose. Also, these happy individuals, they usually have mentors. They have accountability partners. They have people that they mastermind with, um, meaning they have help. So if you're that person right now, you know you would benefit from getting an, an accountability partner. You know getting a mentor will help you take those steps you need to take to get to where you want to go. You can schedule a call by going to the link in my bio right now and see if what we do is a great fit for you. Now, this whole concept of manifesting a better life. I, I just don't understand why, why else are we here? We are not here to live a mediocre life. You're not here to live a mediocre life. Now, what may be mediocre to me may not be mediocre to you. So don't get lost in the words. You're the one that defines what happiness is for you. You are the one that defines what success is for you. I don't do that. Now, I'm sharing some definite principles that will help you accomplish whatever you say success is. That's what we're doing today. Three simple methods uh, for manifesting a better life. And a better life, I mean, everyone deserves to live that way. But not many people do. Most people actually settle. They, you know, box up their dreams, throw it in a closet, never to look at it again. And they just go along conforming and they're content. And some people, they would rather do that than take a risk and go after that dream that they have in their mind. Uh, that's what a lot of people would, will, will do, you know. You know this to be true because you probably have already done it. 
you had a dream once upon a time. You had some idea of something you wanted to execute. But then what? Your negative self-talk started to ramp up and you talked yourself out of it. That's what happened. And the excuses you gave yourself, oh, they were good excuses. You know, this just isn't the right time. I have too much going on right now. What about the kids? What about my family? What about the economy? You know, you give yourself all these great reasons on why you can't move forward. It's just, a, it's a sabotaging habit. That's what it is. And it's happening because you've never done it before. You see, you don't sabotage yourself around things you have done repeatedly because they're habits. You sabotage yourself around things you're not used to doing. They're not habits for you. So a lot of people, they don't have the habit of living a life where they prioritize their happiness. They don't really live a life of faith. They live their life from fear. That's a habit. They've been programmed to do that. And I talk to different types of people every single day. People from different countries. People from different religions. People from different upbringings and ages. And I'm going to tell you right now, it's all the same problem. They don't believe in themselves. They've been programmed to just settle for less. They put everybody else before themselves. They are their biggest hater. They probably do more damage to themselves emotionally than people have done in the past. It's the same things. And it was the same things in my own life, too. So these methods for living a better life, not only are they simple, but they're really powerful when you commit yourself to doing them. Now, you've been following me on this podcast, and if you haven't and you're new, I used to live a very depressing life. Just because you see the appearances in the world doesn't mean that's the truth. Just because you see someone in a nice car doesn't mean they're happy. Just because you see somebody with a lot of money doesn't mean they're happy. Just because somebody has accomplished all these things, it does not mean they're actually happy. So they're not really living the life that they want to live. And that's what I felt my life was like that for a bit. I was in the military because I believed I needed to prove something to my family who doesn't really care anyway. And what do they have to do with me living the life that I want? But I didn't know that then. I was looking to prove myself to people who really don't matter in the end. And... Um, I didn't know that then. So, you know, I was very stubborn. But as I look back, I can see why I was depressed. Because I was trying to live a life based on anger, based on resentment. 
uh, based on hate and not love. It's some of you guys, you're living that way right now. You, hate is motivating you, not love. You got to change that. You really do. And money is not going to be the answer because that's what people think. Oh, well, if I earn more money, then my life will be better. Then I will be happy. It's not true. How many more rich people need to commit suicide, come out and say they have depression, and verbatim, they say verbatim that money is not the answer. Money is a tool. Money can definitely help us access things, you know, that you get access to because you have that type of money, right? Um, it can really simplify a lot of things. There's no question about it. But that's not the root cause to a person's happiness. You don't just become wealthy with money. You become wealthy with your emotions, with your relationships, your health. You may be rich with your money, but you're bankrupt when it comes to your health. Well, what does the money matter then? You may be rich when it comes to your career, very successful, but you have zero relationships. Bankruptcy. Right? So when we're talking about living a better life, we're talking about in every aspect of your life, 360, all parts, okay? Now, these methods that I'm going to go over today can definitely help you improve one area and then another and another. But I absolutely recommend that you take it one area at a time. Now, before I get into these methods, there's one thing that I got to address. And I'm going to keep addressing this every time I do this podcast because we cannot hear it enough. The one thing that will hold a person back from manifesting a better life is going to be a lack of decision making. You've got to make the commitment that your life is going to be this way moving forward. It doesn't matter the way that it's been. It doesn't matter what it is right now as I speak about this. What matters is what do you decide to happen moving forward? Now you may say, well, how, you know, decision-making, Devori, is it really that big of a deal? Yeah, decision-making is everything. Nothing's going to happen unless you make a decision. That, that's clear as day. And decision equals action. And a committed decision means you're taking action based on your commitment and you're not going to stop until you get there. That's the type of decision you're going to need to make if you really want to use these methods to improve the quality of your life. you got to make a committed decision. I don't care what you're studying. Some of you guys, you may be into affirmations. Some of you guys may be into fitness. Some of you guys may be into visual, visualization. Some of you guys may be into meditation, yoga. There's so many different modalities and tools to help you improve your life. But across all of them, they all require you to do this. Make a committed decision. Because none of these tools, none of these different modalities mean anything unless you make a commitment to actually do it. People spend more time contemplating than making decisions in their life. 
all the stress, all the doubt, because you're spending too much time trying to think it through. You just got to execute. And then you got to stay in it. You just don't do it for one week. No, you got to, you want to max this out. That's where you're going to find a lot of your transformation. You got to make a committed decision. Most people try things on a temporary basis. They're looking for something that's very convenient to do. It's a shortcut to their success and it's quick. No wonder you're not successful because that's you're not paying the price of success. You're trying to basically, you know, get a discount. It doesn't work that way. The price you must pay for the success that you desire is a mental one, a spiritual one. You have to become the success that you desire spiritually, emotionally, mentally. Then those actions that everybody's trying to tell you to take, that's going to follow. That's going to happen. But those actions are not going to be consistent. You're not going to have any uh, results from those actions if mentally and spiritually you're not where you need to be yet. You need to be there already. What is the end result that you want? What is it that you truly desire? That's the committed decision. And you live there spiritually, emotionally, mentally. You know it has happened. You live there. And then as you execute on these methods I'm going to give you, things are just going to speed up and things are just going to happen that will shock you. I don't really think it takes a long time for someone to change their life. I think it happens fairly quickly when it happens. Now, there may be a long period of time that leads up to that, but when someone's in the middle of a transformation, it happens pretty quickly. I feel like my life changed in a matter of six months just from getting the help that I needed to talk to someone who understood not just intellectually but emotionally what I needed to do to change my life around. That person understood that because they went through that. So more information is not going to be the answer, folks. Let me read this to you guys. Maybe this will make sense coming from this author by the name of Neville Goddard. And I'm reading in chapter three, which is by far my favorite one. On page 17, this is in the book, The Power of Awareness. Now, there's a lot of people who own this book. There's not many people who live this book. They don't live what this author is saying. They buy this book to get more information, to find a shortcut. That's not what this is. Okay? you got to let go of that idea. And this is the idea you want to start to accept for yourself. Page 17. In giving birth to your goal, you must bear in mind that the methods of mental and spiritual knowledge are entirely different. This is a point that is truly understood by probably not more than one person in a million. You know a thing mentally by looking at it from the outside, by comparing it with other things, by analyzing it and defining it. Whereas you can know a thing spiritually only by becoming it. 
meaning you must be the thing itself and not merely talk about it or look at it. You must be like the little insect or the, um, like, well, let me just say it verbatim. You must be like the moth in search of his idol, the flame, right? The, the moth is absolutely obsessed with the fire, right? Just as the moth in his desire to know the flame was willing to destroy himself, so must you in becoming a new person be willing to die to your present self. So this better life, it's a different you. The way you think today, that's not going to get you there. You've got to become a different person. Now, the great thing about it is the person you're seeking to become, it's who you already are. And you've seen flashes of it. You've experienced flashes of this perfection, this greatness inside of you. So it's there. But now what you're doing is looking to become it on a more consistent basis. That's why I preface by saying you got to make a committed decision because to kill your old self off, the old way of thinking, and step into this new person, you're going to go through some, some challenges there, especially with the people you hang around. You know, they may look at you differently. They may call into question the direction you're going. Sometimes these are our parents. Sometimes this is your spouse. But one thing's for sure, you know it's the direction you're supposed to go in. And again, if you think that just action is going to get you there, that's not it. You need to become the thing that you're looking to achieve, right? So this better life of yours, it's not about trying to find secret hacks and shortcuts to get this done. It's about experiencing a true transformation where this becomes the standard of the way that you live your life. It's your new standard of living. You can only live a better life in your mind. There is no more, I'm just going to settle. I'm just going to be mediocre. No, there's none of that anymore. There's a new standard, a new way of living. That's the committed decision you have to make. Let me read that again. You must be the thing itself and not merely talk about it or look at it. You must be like the moth in search of his idol, the flame. Just as the moth in his desire to know the flame was willing to destroy himself, so must you in becoming a new person be willing to die to your present self. That's just such a good concept. Because when I speak with people, my the, the people I have a relationship with, my wife, my clients, and even strangers, listen, if you come across someone who is living a happy life and is successful, that's not, they're not faking that. That's who they are. There's no faking happiness. You either are happy because you're living on the inside or you're not because you're allowing the outside to control you. There's no faking that. You either become it or you don't. You can become it by first making that committed decision. If a committed decision is not made, it does not matter what I tell you. 
You got to say, I'm committed. I'm going to do this until I get the result. And it's, it's a process, of course. That was on page 17, and it continues on page 18. He goes on to say that you must be conscious of being healthy if you are to know what health is. That's why when people say, oh, I know that, you don't know that. You know of it. There's a lot of people who know of this book, but they don't really know this book. That's just like mutual acquaintances in life. You know of Jerry, but you don't really know Jerry. And Jerry really doesn't know you, but you know of each other. Well, that's the same thing that we're dealing with in life. We know of these things we need to do, but we really don't know it. So just reading, that's not enough. You got to be conscious of it. That means you think about it. You believe in it. You feel the emotions of it. You must be conscious of being secure if you are to know what security is. Again, more knowledge is not what's going to cut it, okay? Now, these methods are going to help you become the person who would live a better life. The change starts on the inside. The change has to happen in your inner world. Why should this topic warrant your attention so much? Because it impacts every area of your life. Earning money, relationships, health. If there's not a committed decision that is made, that area of your life is not going to improve. If you're looking for a shortcut and a secret hack, that area in your life is not going to improve. In fact, I believe you'll just set yourself backwards even more. We are talking about a transformation. Okay? The last thing you love doing, or the, the, the one thing you don't love doing, is when you got to go spend your money to have someone provide a service for you. So let's say you got to pay someone to fix your AC. You got to pay the mechanic to do an oil change. You got to pay your dentist to clean your teeth. The last thing you ever want to hear is those individuals uh, taking shortcuts. Because you know what's going to happen when they take shortcuts with your teeth. They take shortcuts with your health, with your vehicle, right? What's going to happen? It's going to lead to disaster. Well, that's what I'm saying. Don't do that to your life. Don't be that individual to yourself. Okay? If there is a shortcut, if there was going to be one, I'm giving it to you. It's a committed decision. And it works because there are laws that govern this universe. One of them is called the law of cause and effect. If you make a committed decision, that's a cause. The effect is what? The result that you're looking for. What you're, what you're committed to. I'm of the firm belief that people really don't know about commitment because it's not taught in school. 
No one teaches you commitment in school. And the time that that word even comes up, it's probably in sports. But it's still not being applied to the individual. Hey, here's how you need to live your life. If you say you're going to do something, you got to make a committed decision. If you want to change, if you're expecting a result, a commitment must be made. Why? Because that's the prerequisite to becoming the thing that you want. It's a commitment to be that, to breathe it, to think about it, to express it, not just sit there and hope and wish and just buy a bunch of books. That's not it. So one of the things that you're going to have to use um, and doing this is just letting go. This old way of living your life, you got to let that go. You got to be open-minded for change. That's not always the easy thing to hear because everybody loves routine. Everybody loves things that they're familiar with. It's, it's not often that someone loves to keep facing things and be surprised. Like you want, you know, to know what's going on every day, you know, so you become comfortable. But at what cost? Right. The cost of not living up to your potential, the cost of getting involved in relationships you probably shouldn't be involved in, you know. The cost of settling for a job that, you know, you don't like. Right. You know what ends up happening? You start when you make decisions, it's just going to be for short term, short term gain. Which means you're not going to get any results in the long term, short term. Yeah, you'll you'll get something here or there. It's like instant gratification. So these three methods for helping you manifest a better life. Number one is you have to learn how to love yourself. If you don't know how to love yourself, you won't be able to appreciate a better life. When you don't love yourself, you're holding yourself back from what? Experiencing the, the abundance that's all around you. Experiencing the love that's all around you. In fact, if you're not loving yourself, you are a liability. You're taking money out of your pocket. Why? Because when you don't love yourself, you will sabotage. You're not going to follow through. You're going to procrastinate. You're going to be seeking for approval, right? You're going to be trying to people please. You're not going to be able to tell people no. You're not going to be able to set boundaries. People are going to walk all over you. That's sabotage. Right? Because you're not loving yourself. You're in a career because that's what your parents told you to do. You're not doing what you love to do, which is your purpose. So this method of loving yourself, it's absolutely transformational. I told you guys, this show is not about information. It's about transformation, execution, living the life that you truly desire. And the first step to doing that 
I think one of the best methods is you got to love yourself. You have to accept the idea that it's possible that your parents never taught you to do that. They never taught you how. Just because somebody tells you what to do, that does not mean they tell you how and get you to understand it. That's like serving in the military. Half the stuff that you're required to do in the military, you never understand. You're just following orders. You're just doing what you're told. So it's possible your parents were just telling you what they wanted you to do, and that was it. There was never a conversation about, here's how you love yourself. Okay? This is what self-image means. This is what self-love means. This is how to set boundaries. This is how you say no. This is how you stay true to yourself. You be authentic. You know, things like that. Your self-talk. How do you speak to yourself? These are not conversations that are happening in school, that's for sure. And if they're happening, they're, I bet they're surface level. So when we talk about loving yourself, what are three ways to accomplish that? So if you're listening to this show today, you, you came at a good time because I, I really believe this show will transform somebody's life, especially if you're going to write this down. So there are three methods to manifest a better life. We're on method number one. You got to start loving yourself. How do you exactly do that? Number one is through forgiveness. You got to let go of the past. You got to let it go. What did Neville Goddard say? Page 18. He said, just as the moth in his desire to know the flame was willing to destroy himself, so must you, in becoming a new person, be willing to die to your present self. You, you, you got to let, let it go. Well, Devoria, I just want to understand why. You don't need to understand why. What difference is the why going to make in the end? How much more time... How much more money are you going to allow your lack of forgiveness to cost you? When you have a lack of forgiveness, that's a huge liability. You're at risk for bankruptcy at that point because you're holding on to things. You're hurting yourself. So number one, you got to forgive. If you're going to start loving yourself, you got to forgive yourself. You got to make the room to express that love. You can't do that if you keep expressing hate towards yourself. So you got to forgive. Number two, you got to live your purpose. Part of loving yourself is living your purpose, doing what you love to do. There's nothing better than that. If you're not true to yourself, if you're if you're not true to the dream in your mind, that urge that you get to do X, whatever it is for you, you're you're what are you doing? You're disrespecting yourself. That's like working for a boss and he knows you're amazing at sales, but he's got you in the back office packing up boxes. You're like, this is not my potential. This is not what I'm here for. Put me out front. Well, if you're not if you're not going to live your purpose in life, you're holding yourself back. 
you're putting yourself in positions that are not really your strong suit. That that that's not what you're supposed to be doing. And you know it because all you have to do is pay attention to the way that you feel. If you dread going to work, if you've got to force yourself to get up and get in the car and go to work, you need to choose a different profession. You need to live your purpose. That's what's going on. And the amazing part about this, now more than ever in history, you can just get up and quit and find a new job. You absolutely can do that and nobody can stop you and nobody can hold you back. You want to move to another city? You can do that. You want to get a different job? You can do that. There's nothing stopping you. So whether it's finding that career that's in alignment with what you love to do and what you're great at, or starting a business that's in alignment with what you love to do and what you're great at, the choice is yours. But you've got to do that if you're truly going to love yourself. Because that's who you are. If you're holding yourself back, from being the person you know you are, the person who loves to do this, who loves to do that, and you're allowing the opinions of your friends and your family to stop you, you're not loving yourself. You're hanging yourself out, out to dry. It's not a good look. So learning how to love yourself, you definitely got to learn about forgiveness. You definitely got to start living your purpose in life. That is absolutely essential. And what's the third thing? Well, you got to think for yourself. If you're going to love yourself, you have to think your own truth. You got to stop allowing the appearances to define your self-worth, your identity. Just because you work at a nine to five today and you don't really have much money, that doesn't mean you're actually broke. And that doesn't mean you're any less than anybody else walking down the street. We seem to have this misconception that if you don't have a million dollars in the bank, you're a loser. That's ignorance. You can have a million dollars in the bank and be bankrupt financially. So we, we, we've got to have this right perception here of not only what we obviously love to do, but what our truth really is. That's what we should be focusing on. We got to think our own truth regardless of the appearances. This is what Wallace D. Wattles tells us in the science of getting rich. The first principle is you have to think your own truth. If you're going to love yourself, you got to think that way. That's why he said, your way of doing things is a direct result of the way that you think about things. Your way of doing things when it comes to you is a direct result of the way that you think about you. So if you're thinking all these negative thoughts, how are you going to treat yourself? You got to think your own truth. You got to tell yourself a new story. That's what we're talking about. You got you to tell this new story. See, What's happening right now? This is a transformation. I hope you guys are writing this down because this is literally a transformation in the making. Number one, you go through forgiveness. You let the past go. You forgive yourself. You forgive the people that may have hurt you. Then you commit to living your purpose in life, doing the things that you love to do. 
you apply where you need to apply or you get into the business you want to get into, but you don't make an excuse. You start doing what you love to do. Imagine how big of a difference that makes in your life if you were doing that. Imagine that. And then third, you start telling yourself a new story. You start thinking your own truth. What is this new story? I am worthy. I am enough. I love myself just as I am. There's nothing I can't do. Right? I'm, you, you, you've got to talk to yourself differently. You, you can't sit there and be your biggest hater. I mean, life can be challenging enough already. You know, it's, it's enough dealing with people's opinions and their judgment and their criticisms, but you doing that to yourself, oh, that's, you're asking for the impossible. You know, you can't be your own enemy, which we are at times, right? Because we're not thinking for ourselves. That's when we really become our own enemy is when we don't think for ourselves. Okay. So overall, this first method for manifesting a better life is you have to learn how to love you. You absolutely need to do that. And I don't care who you are. I don't care if you're some old school dude from freaking Kentucky and you're masculine and you're alpha male. It's the same freaking principle. You got to love yourself. You got to love yourself to know things that you need to improve in. You got to love yourself enough to say no to certain things that will cause you to sabotage, right? Or you're someone in New York City and you grew up in the technology age. It's all the same principles. You got to love yourself. And if you can start loving yourself, you're going to start living a better life. There's no question. You're going to start living a better life. Now, number two is living with gratitude. If I was going to point out the top three weaknesses in people and why they're not living a better life, number one, like I said, is a lack of decision making. But I would definitely say number two is a lack of gratitude. Most people spend more time complaining than they do actually saying thank you. People spend more time focusing on problems than they do on solutions. It's just a lack of gratitude. That's why I said if you start loving yourself that the next natural step is gratitude. That's why I said you have to make a committed decision. <laughs> you know, it's easy to do a gratitude list here or there, but to do it every day, that's another question. To live that way, to wake up in the morning and just start saying what you're grateful for to yourself, you know, and go to sleep doing things like that. Yeah, that's going to require a commitment on your behalf. Why? Because we didn't do this when we went to school. That's exactly what they should have made us do. As soon as we came into the classroom, we should have sat down and wrote out a gratitude list. Why? Because it makes you feel good. You're in a positive vibration. 
And that does what? Helps you become more creative, helps you feel more relaxed, helps you make better choices, helps shift your perspective in a way that's going to help you continue to grow and live a better life. When you have a lack of gratitude, you're asking for things to be taken from your life. Like when you're not grateful for something, you can see it just disappear. Most people are not really grateful for money. They complain about it. Like when they talk about money, it's just negative talk. It's not anything positive. When people talk about relationships, they just talk negatively about it. No wonder they don't have anybody. No wonder they're not able to attract the person they really want. Because they talk like someone who wouldn't be with that person anyway. No one wants to be with a complainer. That's the point. No one wants to be around a complainer. You don't want to be around a complainer. So you got to knock that off. Well, you don't understand, Devore. This is wrong. You know, they shouldn't be doing this and blah, 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 blah. Again, what has that got to do with you living a better life? Why are you allowing that to control you? Now, gratitude is something that I'm of the belief I really can't teach people gratitude. I think it's an experience you have to go through. I think sometimes we have to be in places that it's an emotional shock for us to truly understand the concept of gratitude. Like I deployed to Afghanistan. You know, I was a single child. I didn't have a father. I was adopted. You know, I'm really successful. And that's because I'm very grateful for my life. I don't really complain. I, I don't really have anything to complain about. What is there really to complain about? I can breathe. I got a, a beautiful wife. Got my own place to stay. Right? I'm doing what I love to do. I have my health. What, what are we complaining about? There's a difference between complaining and saying, you know what? I want to get better in this area of my life. I want better. So what do I got to do to change myself to get there? That's different. You know what I'm talking about when I say complaining? It's a lack of gratitude. You're not grateful. And it's really a disappointing thing, especially when you see it from somebody, where you're on the, when you're on the receiving end of their lack of gratitude. You know it's bad. It just isn't productive. So you got to learn how to say thank you to yourself, to God, to the strangers that you come across that help you. Never hesitate to say thank you. Say thank you as soon as you wake up in the morning. If you can open your eyes and see you should be saying thank you. And before you go to sleep, because you know you made it throughout the whole day. This method here was the first 
transformation for me. The, the committed decision I made when I first started, I, I got out of the military and I finally made a committed decision that I was going to do the thing I love to do, which is coaching people. The very first habit I developed, the very first method that I had mastered was gratitude. I did a gratitude list every single day. And then I posted the picture of my gratitude list to Facebook. It was like, I'm going to do this gratitude challenge. I'm going to post it for accountability purpose purposes. That went on for almost six months. I did that. And then I continued to do it with my accountability partners. And there's something about the repetition. You keep writing down every single day what you're grateful for. That's exactly what's going to happen. That's who you're going to become. Because you're following the principles of transformation. Number one, you get clear on what you want. Well, you're writing it down in a gratitude list. Number two, you get emotionally involved. Well, you're saying that you're grateful, so you feel grateful. And number three, you keep doing that repeatedly. Repetition. That's what alters what happens in your subconscious mind. It's repetition. So doing a gratitude list every day... That's why I said success is very simple. Living a better life is simple. It can start today. But you've got to get out of this old way of thinking, of looking for the shortcut, you know, and overthinking this. You just need to make this a part of your life. You need to make loving yourself part of your personality. You need to make gratitude a part of your personality. You need to become it. You need to plant it in your DNA. And the only way that's going to happen is through time-spaced repetition. You're doing it over and over and over and over and over again until you no longer have to do it because it's a habit at that point. You're not thinking about having to do it. You just do it. For some things, it doesn't take that long. For others, it takes some time, but it can be done. It absolutely can be done. And gratitude is a powerful emotion. Really saying what you're grateful for on a daily basis not only calms you down, but it relaxes you. It gets you from feeling this anxious and this stress to feeling, you know, relaxed. Because, you know, life is not as bad as, you know, people are making it out to be. And it's all a perception thing, really. Like, I, I've been to Afghanistan. I've been to China. I've been to multiple countries. Mexico. Um... The fact that I'm living in America, I'm absolutely grateful. Just imagine living in North Korea. Where they have no internet. Imagine living in China where you're only allowed to have a certain religion. You can't practice other religions. 
And there are some religions that are forbidden. And if they catch you practicing that forbidden religion, they put you in a concentration camp. That's what they're doing right now in China. So, you know, I've, I've had some clients that are in Africa. Somebody today just got their leg cut off. Some person today just developed MS, Parkinson's, cancer. You know, you really got to knock it off with the complaining because life is not as hard as you make it sound. Are you going to be challenged? Absolutely. Life wouldn't be worth living if there were, wasn't any challenges. It's like the mountain, it wouldn't be worth going to the mountaintop if during if you weren't challenged, you know? So don't run away from the challenges. You should embrace them. And that's just being grateful. Being grateful for the opportunity, right, to live a better life. The things can always be worse. There's always someone who has it worse than you. And you can argue that there's someone who always has it better than you. So you might as well just get around to just being grateful for what you do have. And if you're grateful for what you have and you're grateful for what you desire, you're going to move in that direction. I really believe people spend more time complaining than they do saying what they're grateful for, saying thank you looking at what they appreciate. They don't, people don't spend much time doing that. They're really caught up. They're in the matrix. You need to unplug from that type of living because that's why you're not happy. You're living like you're a robot. You got to really start enjoying your life. So we're talking about the three methods to manifest in a better life. The only way that's going to happen is, number one, you got to make a committed decision. That's the prerequisite. You got to make a commitment to do this, to live this way. You got to let go of the past. If you're going to be able to execute these methods with any level of consistency, number one is loving yourself. How do you accomplish that? You got to, for, you got to exercise forgiveness. You have to exercise forgiveness. Number two, you got to live your purpose in life. Okay, you, you got to stop jacking around with that. And number three, you got to think for yourself. You got to start telling yourself this new story. Now, the second method is gratitude. So the three ways to make this whole thing gratitude happen is, number one, just make a committed decision to do it every day. Before you go to sleep or once you wake up, write it down. Listen, society has people so lazy. Most people would rather listen to the audiobook than to get the book itself and write notes in it. Don't be lazy. Write it down. There's something about it that truly requires you to focus. So that's the first thing you can do with your gratitude. And when you're writing this list down, 
The second thing is you want to write down what you're grateful for that you have and write down what you want and being grateful for that. Again, I know there are people who say, well, is that realistic? Can you really write down something you're grateful for and then that thing will happen in our life? Well, what do you believe? Look in reverse. Connect the dots and you tell me. You tell me. If you look back and you see the things that have happened that were good, you can also remember the time you thought about that thing before it happened. And you could do the same thing with negative results. If negative things happened in the past, you can pinpoint your thinking and the way you felt before it happened. So yes, gratitude absolutely works. Absolutely it does. So loving yourself, living um, with gratitude. And this third method, and I don't know if I would really call it a method, but, you know, I, I really believe this, this is a law. You've got to do this. Uh, it's the impression of increase. That means every single day that you wake up, you want to make sure that the people around you, the people you come in contact with, and the situations that you're involved in are better because you are there. You're involved. And they are better because you came into contact with them. So like if the person who has their, they're in their career, they have a job, you want to make sure that the fact that you work at the company you do, they're lucky because you bring your A game. You leave things better off than you find them. You don't half-ass anything. Your standard is excellence. Excellence does not mean perfection. Okay. That's not what that means. It means that day in and day out, when you show up and you do your job, you do it to the best of your ability. You don't slack off. When it comes to leaving people with the impression of increase, it's the same concept. When you come across people, leave them feeling better that they, because they spoke with you. Don't leave people feeling demoralized. Don't be hating on people. Don't be judging people. You're wasting your energy when you do that. Well, Devorah, who are you to tell me? I'm not telling you anything. Remember that. I'm not telling you anything. I'm sharing information with you. You're the one that has to consent to thinking this way. That's why I said it's a committed decision. I can't make that for you. Your children can't make that for you. Your spouse can't make it for you. You got to make it for yourself. Now, some people also know this as giver's gain. You got to start giving more of you. I'm not saying give more money and have people take advantage of you. No. I'm talking about the more you start to do the first two things, which is what? Love yourself. 
and live with gratitude, when you come into contact with people, it's like you're an angel. You know, you're, you're walking in the room with all this light. People are going to love it. That's what I'm talking about. My goal every single day, no matter what, is when I talk to someone and it's about them living the life that they want to live, I always want to make sure that when I leave that conversation and they leave it, it was like, man, this was an amazing conversation. I'm thinking, I'm back on it, I'm focused again. You know, that that's I want to make sure that people, when they come across my content, they're like, oh, wait a minute, that really made me think. That really did help me. And you can do the same thing. Why? Because if you follow this method, you become the person who would live a better life because that's the impact they have on people. These people who are living a fulfilling and happy life, there are people who walk in a room and everything is better because they're in the room. That doesn't mean you have to be the person that everybody comes to and tries to share what they're going through. No, it just means that when you come across people, they're like, man, that was really great speaking to that person. They really made me feel good. They motivated me. They inspired me. Now, we go back to situations. You know, what about the entrepreneurs who are listening right now? I think I take great pride in my business. I would say my wife does as well and a lot of my clients who own their own businesses. Um, but I, I give this everything I, I have. I don't slack off on these podcasts. I, I put up the content. You know, I, I, I give it all I got. And some days, according to the appearances, that's not enough. But I don't think according to appearances. I, I think my own truth. It is enough. This is helping people. I just got a message this morning. This client wrote to me, said, good morning. I just want to let you know I appreciate you so much. You have definitely helped me gain so much confidence in myself and my mindset about life. The impression of increase, guys. The more you give, the more you're going to receive. And what you receive, it may not come in the same way that you were giving. But the whole point of this increase is because you want to assume this mentality that there is an abundance. There's more than enough to go around for everybody. I have more than enough love to express to everybody that I come into contact with. I don't have to walk around being closed off to the world. I can be in control of me. I can express love and at the same time set boundaries and not be taken advantage of. Because that's what people's thinking thinking are. That's what people are thinking about. Oh, well, you know, I don't want to be taken advantage of. You know, I don't want people to take my kindness for a weakness. That is a mindset coming from what? Fear, scarcity, and lack. 
Your mindset should be based on abundance. You can't give something to someone you don't have. You want to have more abundance? You want to have more love? You got to be that. You can't be thinking, oh, well, you know what? Maybe I'll just, I won't pay them a compliment because I don't want to be too nice. That's a negative mindset. Why would you ever think that way? You are in control of you. You're leaving people with the impression of increase because that's what you decided to do, not because, you know, someone's telling you what to do. No, this is your life. You get to choose. You're not doing it to prove things to anybody. You're not doing it to be fake. Okay, you're absolutely making sure that when people interact with you, it's an increase. And this is a, a lesson we should be teaching children. The power of relationships. Listen, if you can't pick up the phone and call someone you know to, to, for them to help you solve a problem, like if you don't have nobody like that in your phone, you're bankrupt in your relationships. You should be able to pick up the phone and say, hey, uh, I got this problem. You know somebody that can help me fix it? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Let me call this person. Well, your ability to do that comes from when you interact with people, they're going to remember you because the way you made them feel. I know this very well because I used to do the polar opposite. When people would come into contact with me, I used to make them feel like, man, why am I around Devori? Because there's something wrong with that guy. Okay, It was the impression of decrease. Why? Because I didn't love myself. I wasn't living with gratitude. The first two methods I talked about, I hated myself and I complained about my life. Oh, I don't have a father. My parents were drug addicts. My cousin molested me. I'm on my own. Nobody understands. It's all negative thinking. So when people would come around me, it wouldn't be nice. And that definitely did not help. That definitely does not help. Because sooner or later, you're going to need help. And it's a beautiful thing to be able to build these relationships with people, expand your network, and be able to help people because you know people. I'm not saying you have to know everybody in your town. I'm just telling you that the people you come in contact with, you want to make them feel great because they will remember you for that. What they're not going to really remember is what you do. Nobody cares about that. Only thing that people care about is how does that person make me feel and how does that person help me get what I want? That's genuinely what everybody thinks about. So embrace that and use that to your advantage. That's going to help you live a better life. Because one of the best ways to experience happiness and to experience love is to express it and help other people experience that. One of the best ways that really helps me get inspired is helping somebody. Having those coaching calls that I have, I love them. They jazz me up. 
So when I'm hearing the the progress and the success and the growth, oh, I mean, that just leaves me more inspired. So you got to make time to do things like that. You got to you got to get out there and you got to leave people better off than you find them. You got to leave situations better off. Don't be the person that slacked off. Be the person that gave it everything that they had. It's just a, it's just a different, it's just a different life. You know, this is a silly example, but I think it's true. A few months ago, there was a DoorDash driver in our neighborhood came and ran over our mailbox backing up. Just ran it right over. And obviously the mailboxes are on the ground and that person took off. Now, I hit up the property management company and they were dragging their feet. So I went out there and I fixed it myself. And it looks better than it did before she ran it over. Now, you can look at you could take that story and you can apply that to everything in your life. You really can. Are you going to be perfect at this? No. You're still going to have situations where you just fall short, you know? But the standard that you're working towards every day is to do it all the time. So don't beat yourself up when it doesn't happen. You know, sometimes you're going to have these misunderstandings with people. Sometimes you're not going to be emotionally ready to say the things you know you should say. And you're going to fall short on leaving people with the impression of increase. It's okay. We're not talking about perfection here. We're talking about a committed decision to do this on a consistent basis. And that's going to create the transformation. So these three methods for manifesting a better life, they are very simple, but they're only as powerful as the person who makes the committed decision to do them. So if you don't make a commitment to say, this is the way I'm going to live my life moving forward, then nothing's going to happen. It's more than just repeating affirmations. It's more than just trying to read books. It's more than trying to find a shortcut. Guys, it's about becoming the thing that you desire. It's who you are. You should love yourself unconditionally. You should be living a life of gratitude. You should be leaving people better off than you find them. You know, you should be doing that. But obviously, if you're like me, nobody taught you that when you were a child. So, you know, you have to learn this. And going back, you may know of gratitude. You may know of making decisions. You may know of self-love. That does not mean you truly know it spiritually or emotionally. You can't care about what other people think of you. If you're going to be free, you have to be you. You got to be yourself. You can't compromise yourself because of the opinions of your friends and your family or your children. You can't do that. Nobody wins in that scenario. Everybody loses. You got to be true to you. 
If you're going to live a better life, it's all being true to yourself. You got to make a committed decision. Time and time again, I see people from different ages, different walks of life, different religions, and they don't love themselves. They hate themselves. They tear themselves down. They don't know about forgiveness. They've heard of it, but they don't know it. And they're holding on to all this pain inside, and it's just killing them from the inside out. And we see it show up in their finances, the way they spend money. We see it show up in the people that they hang around. We see it in the jobs that they choose to work in because they settle. We just see it in the sabotaging behaviors. So enough of that. Just make a committed decision from this day forward. Your life will be better. It is better starting now because you made a committed decision. The moment you make the committed decision, you are now the person you've been seeking to become because that's the way that person would think. You're bringing your future desires into the present moment. That's what you're doing when you make that committed decision. Your future self would love themselves unconditionally. Why don't you just start doing it today? Your future self would be filled with gratitude. You'd constantly be grateful for what's going on in your life. Why not start doing that today? You can do this. You absolutely can. So I want to hear what you guys have to say about this. Which method do you feel you need to work on? Or a better question is, which method are you going to commit yourself to doing? Loving yourself? Gratitude? Right? What's the third one, guys? Let's see if you guys are paying attention. What was the third method? I gave you the first two. Number one was loving yourself. Number two was gratitude. What's number three? Nope. Forgiveness is in method number one, loving yourself. Decision is the prerequisite to all of it. Impression of increase. There we go. Leaving people better off than you found them. Giving everything you got at work, in your business. Yeah. You see, when you live your life that way, there's no regrets. You notice that? You're living your purpose. You're loving yourself. You're living with gratitude. You're leaving people better off than you found them. I mean, what 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 regrets are there? Here's here's the deal about gratitude. Some of you guys, you have some relationships right now with close family members and it's impacting you. It doesn't feel good. It's a it's a distraction. It's a liability. 
That's why I said, loving yourself, you got to love yourself enough to let that go. Stop allowing it to be a liability. You can do that by using gratitude. And, and listen, you, you're not going to be able to fake this. this. This is why I said it's a transformation. When you go and you transform yourself, when you go around people, they're going to react to you differently because your energy is different. That's why we all know what it's like. Somebody comes home, they're in a bad mood, they impact people around them. There's a reaction to that. When you start living your life with a better mood, you start living your life with gratitude and this unconditional love. When you're around people, people are going to feel that and they're going to treat you differently. So for the person out there, you're like, well, you know, people don't respect me. They don't understand me. No, what you're really saying is you don't respect yourself and you don't understand you. That's what you're saying. People don't love me. No, that's not true. You don't love yourself. If you loved yourself, you would automatically attract people into your life who would love you. If you started to respect yourself, you will attract people into your life that will respect you. That's the way that it works. It's an inside out game. Okay. You got to change the inside. You got to give yourself the thing that you want people to give you. And that's why I said it can be a challenge because for some of these things, we never have experienced it in our entire lives because our parents didn't do it. So we've got to learn. You've got to learn gratitude maybe for the first time in your life. You've got to learn about loving yourself for the very first time in your life. You got to learn about the impression of increase for the very first time in your life. That's okay. That's a great thing. That means you're growing. All right. So which, which principle guys, which principle are you going to commit to? Which method are you, you going to commit to? Excuse me. Method one, loving yourself. Method two, gratitude or method three, impression of increase. Which one are you going to commit to? Uh, just share your answer in the comment section as I start these questions off. All right, let's start on YouTube first. I have a bad habit of complaining too, shaking my head. I'm trying to complain less and be grateful more. You got to decide. You don't try. You decide. That should be on a shirt. Give more of of yourself. Yeah. So you don't try, you decide. Deciding means you're going to do it right now. Trying means you're only going to do it when it's convenient. Yeah. That's why I said you got to train yourself. You got to practice this. Doing a gratitude list, you know, whether it's in the morning or at night. Doing it every day no matter what. Why? Because you're training yourself with repetition. And this is nothing crazy because the military is doing this every single day. I was in the military. The way they train soldiers to go from 
all these different walks of life, these different ways of talking and walking and what they believe into this soldier who's ready for war and is willing to put their life on, on the line for the American flag and the people. That's a shift in their subconscious mind. It happens through repetition. So you got to apply the same thing here. Repetition. This is not a one quick fix. This is not a shortcut thing. This is the way you live your life type of thing. It's a new standard, a new way of living. This is why I said the prerequisite to even accomplishing any of this is a committed decision. You're going to do this regardless. It does not matter what's going on around you. All right. What does your intuition tell you to do, Kiki Beak? You say that you have a big decision to make. You're torn if you should take a severance or a pay cut. What does your intuition tell you to do? What's the first answer that comes to your mind? What happened to the taco truck? That's a great question. So if you take the severance, you can buy it outright. Well, look at that. Doesn't that look like things are unfolding for you? I'm going to show you guys this concept here. And you're going to thank me after. All right, let me draw this out. All right, let's take a look at this. Let me flip my camera for people on TikTok. I don't know why it doesn't automatically default to that, but um, mirror your video. There we go. All right. Let's take a close look at this. This is where you are, are today. Okay. This is where you are today. March, was it March 3rd? All right. Now, if you look in reverse, you're going to look at what? Your past. Okay. 
And you can look in your past and what you can do is connect the dots. And each of those dots are going to show you what you did and how it led to where you are today. Now, I'm addressing the question about what should I do? Take the severance package or the pay cut? The best answer is what would your future self tell you to do? Why is that? Because if you're going to go from where you are today to where you want to be, you're going to have to make a what? You're going to have to make a committed decision. When you make the committed decision, here we go. This is why I brought it up. What's going to happen? You're going to have You're going to have an idea that flashes in your mind as an inspired thought about what you should do. Let me zoom in here. Okay, there we go. You're going to have an inspired idea. Why? Because you made a committed decision. You said, I'm going to do this regardless. I don't care what it takes. I don't care how long it's going to take. I don't care how it's going to happen. I'm going to make this happen regardless. As a reaction from that commitment and that thought, you attract to yourself the next idea to help you move in this direction. What you also will attract to yourself You're going to attract an opportunity. The idea and the opportunity, what are they doing? They're moving you towards what you want. Okay, but you got to make a, you made a committed decision. You got to act on the idea. You got to act on these opportunities that present themselves. And how do you know it's the right idea? How do you know it's the right uh, opportunity? Because the only question that matters is, Will this help me go from where I am today to where I want to be? Yes, then I need to execute on that idea. Yes, I need to execute on that opportunity. The other thing that's going to happen is people. People are going to come into your life. And they're going to help you move from where you are today to where you want to be. Now, I would be an example of that person. There's plenty of people who watch my podcast, have watched my content, booked a call, and signed up for coaching. They are now going from where they were to where they want to be. Why? Because they made a committed decision. 
And if you keep that committed decision, what happens? You attract more ideas, you attract more opportunities, you attract more people. That's what happens. It just keeps going. And then you get there. So should you collect a severance or take a pay cut? Well, according to this, what would your future self tell you to do? What's the, what's the committed de decision that you made? What's the commitment? Which one's going to help you see that commitment through to the end? That's going to be the answer. And you don't have to worry about, well, what happens next or how is it going to happen? Because I just showed you, you're not going to see all this up front. This only happens as you continue to take action, as you continue to execute the next idea, as you continue to take advantage of the current opportunity that's in front of you. When you do that, it moves you forward. And, and again, that's why I said there's no shortcuts. There's a committed decision to do what? Start to think, feel, and act like you are here. And if you think, feel, and act like you are here, you will start to attract the idea, the opportunities, and the people, and it will move you in that direction. That's what happens. You guys can watch the replay if you want to see that again on the YouTube channel. There we go. All right, let's get back to the questions here. Um, let me let me address one more question here on YouTube. Do you have a reference for a financial planner for moving out for moving out? purposes or any guidance I need to take in making that possible. I think you briefly mentioned some steps about it in a previous stream. You'll have to rewrite the first sentence because I, I don't understand it. Do you have a reference for a financial planner for moving out purposes? You, you got to rewrite that galaxy big bird. I don't understand that. All right, let me bring TikTok on the screen for everybody so you guys can see them, their comments. All right. All right. Why do you have anxiety about it? Because you've never done it before. Keep moving forward. The anxiety is absolutely what will happen. That means you're, you're heading in the right direction. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to catch up to you guys' comments here. Um, hmm. The cost of your potential future, exactly. Oh, so you're answering her question. You guess so. Yeah, there's you don't there's no guess. You know, it's like, what do you want exactly? 
Will working where you work and taking a pay cut, will that absolutely help you open the taco truck or will that just make you procrastinate even more? See, this is what I'm saying. You're playing games with yourself. You have the dream. You have the idea. You've got the opportunity and you got the money. You, this is what you've been asking for. So you might as well just do it. I'll tell you what you don't want to do. And I know this from personal experience. You don't want to move past that. You, you don't want to push this off because then you'll get around to never doing it. And then what happens? Regret. Oh, I wish I would have did this. I wish I could have did that. I should have did this. I should have did that. You don't want to find yourself in that position. Yes, it's scary. Absolutely. Anxiety, check. Doubts, check. You got some fear, check. That means you're outside your comfort zone. You're right where you're supposed to be. If you are wanting a breakthrough, if you're wanting a transformation, if you're wanting to change things, you're going to have to go through that phase. There will be anxiety. There will be stress. There will be doubt because you're outside your comfort zone. You're doing something you've never done before. All right. Marissa writes, to love myself was a huge breakthrough for me overcoming my depression. Good for you. If you don't love yourself, you're going to be a liability. I love that. Yeah, exactly. Let's see here. The anxiety is a paradigm trying to keep you stuck. Exactly. Is gratitude like an awakening? Could be. What do I do? This is from Omnipotent Big Bird. What do I do if I say thank you when waking up but don't feel it? Well, what are you saying thank you for? Right? What are you what are you saying thank you for? Um, are you thanking because you got to wake up? Are you thanking for your family? You know, um, think of things that really do make you grateful, you know? I don't know what your family situation is, but if you have kids, I mean, that's something to be grateful for, obviously. Now, some things that I think are definitely worthy of um, consideration is getting yourself out of your environment and putting yourself in a position that causes you to be grateful for your life. So for me, you know, I didn't have to do that. That was, that happened to me because of the military, because of my upbringing, you know, so gratitude for me is something that comes natural. Uh, but for other people, you know, you may have to get a little creative and you can do that by volunteering, you know, actually spending time and speaking to older people. Um, I think one of the biggest wake up calls a person could experience is by going to the old folks home and volunteering their time. If you really want to find some gratitude for your life, you should go there because what you're going to see is a lot of regret. You're going to see a lot of regret. All right. Hold on, guys. 
All right. I think that's a great way to do it. Go spend time around people who are at the end of their life. That would be a great reminder of why you should be grateful. Uh, let's see here. Is it fun to complain? No, of course not. It's just a bad habit. That's what it is. Um, how long have you been on your personal development journey? Yeah, um, she answered your question. Yep. Let's see here. Oh, I think I lost my place. Let me back. Oh, there we go. All right. Okay, we have a lot of gratitude as the method people are going to be committed to. How do I have confidence at work? Well, what do you, what do you, when it comes to confidence, what is it that you feel you're not confident in exactly? When it comes to work, what are you saying? Like, what exactly are you not confident in? You'll, you'll need to specify. Miss underscore Michelle too. What do you mean when you say, how do I have confidence at work? What exactly are you talking about? What, what do you, what is it at work that you lack confidence in? Uh, let's see here. How can I stop judging people? One of the best ways to stop judging people is to stop judging yourself. And the second thing is, why are you so focused on other people? Why are you not focused on yourself? Yeah, I, I don't even, I, I don't, there's nothing complicated to it, you know? It's just like, why are you focusing on that stuff? Why are you focusing on other people like that? You know, are you going to see people and say, well, you know, they probably shouldn't do that? Yeah, I think everybody does that. But you end it there. Stop thinking about them so much. In fact, when you see people like that, you should be grateful for yourself. Oh man, I'm grateful that um I'm I'm in a I'm in a better position. There's no need Okay, here's the other thing. And this I believe is you know, if you want to talk about there are levels to awareness and there's levels to success and there's levels to life. There are levels to forgiveness. You got to reach a level where there's nothing to forgive because you never judged a person in the first place. So why are you condemning? Why are you judging someone? That doesn't make any sense. That's why people have to spend all this time trying to forgive because they're, they have anger and hate towards that person and they've been holding on to that. That's because whatever that person did, they immediately went into judgment mode. 
You want to live a better life? You want to live a happy life? Don't spend time judging people. Focus on yourself. All right, let's see here. Yaya Yummy asks, what if you're in a relationship and your partner doesn't support the dream? Well, that doesn't sound like you're in a relationship. Are you guys married? What's your guys' situation? There's something that I heard, and I'm going to paraphrase it. The question is, should I pick my wife over my dream? And which one can you replace? Can you attract another wife? Absolutely. Can you attract another husband? Absolutely. Can you attract another dream? No. That dream is supposed to be yours. That's exactly what you're supposed to do. It sounds very, you know. Listen. By the way, it's not either or. If you focus on your dream and you focus on yourself, how do you know your spouse won't change? Maybe they'll start to support you. But see, you got to stop looking for the support. You got to support yourself first. You got to be the embodiment of what you're looking to achieve. You got you to gotta give that to yourself first. Like if you can believe in yourself first, that's why other people will believe in you. I just want to make sure you're not making the mistake that people want other people to believe in them, but they don't believe in themselves. That's not going to work. Yeah. So you're married. You have a dream. They don't support it. So this is a question. Why does that really matter in the end? Like what I mean by that is whether that person is interested in what you're interested, what does it have to do with you being committed to it? Right? Like if you truly are about living this dream, you're not going to wait for the approval from your husband. You know, that's the one thing that when we're in relationships that I can't take that away from you and you can't take that away from me. I have my dream and you have yours. And we live in an abundant world. So there's no reason why both of us can't live our dreams. The problem is, is there's too much limited beliefs. And what I went over today, lack of gratitude, not loving ourselves properly. So we're expressing these insecurities towards each other. Ah, oh, I don't think you should do that. And if you're with somebody who's struggling with that, I wouldn't give that any energy. Just focus on yourself. And if you can focus on yourself and commit yourself to your dream, one or two or things are going to happen. Number one, they're going to get with the program because you're not just talking about it. You're actually being the thing that you said you wanted to do. There's a difference. A lot of people do a lot of talking and never do anything. So if you start to do it, if you start to become it, that's a different reaction from people. And sometimes that applies to the people we're living with because they live with us.
And they love it so much that sometimes they don't want to hear you talk about it. They want to see you do it. That's the other thing. So I, I really believe step one is always to check in with yourself. Are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Or are you just kind of looking for the approval first? Are you looking for the support first? Then you'll make the commitment. You got to make the committed decision first. That's why I showed that, that graphic. And again, one of two things will happen. One, they will get with the program. Or two, you guys will part ways. But either way, it's something you're not looking to avoid. This is called growth. You guys are either going to continue to grow together or you're going to grow apart. There's, like, there's no in-between. We're either going in the right direction or we're going in the opposite direction. Whatever your circumstances are, just know that the most important thing that you should be focusing on is what you want in the end. Turning your dream into a reality. Having the relationships that you want. You got to focus on that stuff. Because focusing on the problem isn't going to help you. That's just going to do what? Discourage you from taking action. That's going to cause you to give up on your dreams. And that's not a regret that you want to experience at the end of your life. You don't want that. It's like they say, you don't want the smoke. Like you don't want to do that to yourself. I don't believe, me and my, my wife and I, I don't believe we would be married if she wasn't able to do what she's doing and I'm doing what I'm doing. We just wouldn't, there'd be no happiness. There just wouldn't be. So this goes back to loving yourself. You got to live your purpose in life. That's living your dreams. That's why they always say there's a price that must be paid. Sometimes that price is going to be in the form of letting certain people go. You got to make space. You got to kill this old self off and step into this new version of yourself. That's what has to happen. And that's why I read it to you guys that you got to be like the moth that is so attracted to the flame. It's willing to kill itself. Just as the moth in his desire to know the flame was willing to destroy himself, so must you in becoming a new person be willing to die to your present self. Chapter 3, Power of Assumption in the book called Power of Awareness. Let's see here. Now, I know some of you guys are wondering, well, how do I know it's all going to work out? Well, this is why in another chapter, chapter 14, called The Effortless Way, he says the principle of least action governs everything in physics from the path of a planet to the path of a pulse of light. Least action is the minimum of energy multiplied by the minimum of time. Therefore, in moving from your present state, to the state that you desire, you must use the minimum amount of energy and take the shortest possible time. 
Your journey from one state of consciousness to another is a psychological one. So to make the journey, you must employ the psychological equivalent of least action and the physical equivalent is mere assumption. Or the psychological equivalent is mere assumption. So what does that mean exactly? We're thinking that we've got to figure it all out before we make that committed decision. I'm telling you guys, you're making a mistake. Okay? That's not what it is. You've got to just assume that it's a fact already. That's least action. You're not trying to spend time trying to convince yourself. You're not trying to spend all this energy weighing all the pros and cons and overthinking and overanalyzing and just you're stressing yourself out. You're draining yourself of energy. When all you need to do is make a committed decision to assume that what it is that you want is a fact already. Just assume it to be true. Well, it's a lie, Devori. I don't see it, you know. But that's why you have the life you have. It's based on your assumptions, and some of them are false. So you got to start assuming that what you want is a fact already. Is this a challenging thing to do? Absolutely. That's why I stated, you know, transformation. Transformation. That That's not... People don't commonly do that. The average person walking down the street, they're not looking for a transformation. They are comfortable being mediocre. It's good for them. That That's fine. If that's what they want, that's what they get, you know? Um, but I have the intuition that if you've been watching me for quite some time, that's definitely not you. So you have to embrace the challenges that are going to come. And sometimes they're with your spouse. They're with your family. They're with your best friend. And you, you're not, you can't avoid that. If you're going to grow, there's some scenarios where you're going to outgrow the people around you. There's no way to avoid that. And by the way, you're not responsible for people. You're responsible for yourself. Now, obviously, if you have children, you're responsible. Legally, you're responsible for them. Right? But outside of that, you're not responsible for other people. They are responsible for themselves. We get in trouble when we think we are responsible for another adult. That's, that's a slippery slope. You can, truly, you can only really be uh, truly responsible for yourself. All right, we're going to wrap things up here. I think this was another amazing transformative episode today. The three methods to manifesting a better life starts with what? You got to learn to love yourself. Uh, number two, you got to live with gratitude. And number three, the impression of increase. You got to leave things better off than you than you found them. You just got to be better. You just got to commit to living your life that way. And these methods are only going to happen and you're only going to find success by making a committed decision. You're going to do this regardless. I just read it. You want it to be effortless. You want to take the least action to get to where you want to go. You got to make a committed decision. When you try to have one foot in and one foot out, you're going to stress yourself out. You're going to what? Stretch yourself thin. You're not going to be able to give your all. You got to commit. You absolutely have to commit.
One final comment. What about elderly-like parents? What does that mean exactly? Uh, let's go to YouTube really quick. You mentioned some key financial steps that someone would need to know before moving into a new place to be away from negative influence. You're, okay, so you're asking for guidance and what you need to do to move out into your own place. Well, number one, you got to be clear on where, what is the place you want to live in. Step number one is clarity. You got to get clear on exactly what you want. Step two is vibration. You got to get in the vibration of what you want. How to do that? Be grateful for it. Feel like you already have it. And then number three, start executing a plan. How, just execute the ideas you have right now. What ideas do you have right now that will help you go from where you are right now to where you want to be? Just start executing. And what will happen? The opportunity will present itself. An idea will come up. A person will help you. What about elderly like parents taking a parents? Yeah, but I'm not sure what you're asking about exactly because I said a few things in the last five minutes. What, what are you referring to with your comment? I, I'm not too sure what you mean. See, the principles are always the same. You want to go from where you're working now into a better position. You want to go from working where you are into starting your own business. You want to go from where your relationship is now to a, a higher level, a stronger relationship. You want to go from where your health is now to, you know, better health. It's the same principles. Number one is clarity. You got to be clear on exactly what you're asking for. Number two is vibration. You got to get into the feeling of what you want. You got to feel as if it has already happened. And number three, you got to execute on the ideas you already have. The chances are you're sitting on the answer already of on what, what to do. You just got to do it. Taking care of parents. Yeah. The, okay. Now I see what you're saying. Are you responsible for taking care of your parents when they're older? No. No, you're not. You're going to do it because you love them. But you're not responsible for that. But you love them. You're doing it uh, because of unconditional love. Now, what you don't want to do is obviously take care of parents at the detriment of your own happiness. Right? So, again, there are certain nuances, right? You're responsible for your children. Nobody can take care of your dad. He needs certain care. You can be there. Yeah, of course, you, you, you would help them, you know? What I'm saying is that you can't walk around thinking that everybody is your responsibility. That's not what it is. You are responsible for yourself. They are responsible for themselves. If they make a bad decision, that's not on you. That's on them. All right, guys, that is the show, and we are here at the weekend. Uh, so how am I going to end this? 
Well, I'm sending out another email tonight as a reminder for the coaching program. I told you there was 20 slots. We already had half of them already filled. Okay. We have people that signed up. If you're wanting accountability, you know, you need the mentorship. You know, you don't want more information because you already have all the information. You want execution. You want results. You want progress. You want transformation. You want to go from where you are today to where you want to be. Book the call. Okay. Go to the link in my bio and let's have a conversation. I cannot guarantee that I can help everybody. I'd have to talk to you first. And I always say that because I don't know if you're really committed or not. And I can only help people who are committed. So if you feel like you're ready to make a committed decision to change things for yourself, go to the link in my bio and sign up. And we will help you get there. All righty, guys. Have an amazing weekend, and we'll leave you with this. Thank you for listening to the Devore Darkens Live podcast. The purpose of this podcast is to help you master your mindset so you can manifest more money, more freedom, and a better life. Remember, subscribe to the YouTube channel and follow me on Facebook, TikTok, and IG at Devore Darkens. Love you and take care.